Thank you for listening to this message given at Kingdom Life Community Church in Morrison, Illinois. If you'd like more information about our church, visit kingdomlife.global. Now here is the message from our guest, Ray Jimenez. You know, I love love children. Uh, You know, the Lord has already changed some things here, you know, this morning. Uh, And I want to do an illustrated sermon. And I want to use the children. So that's why I told Karen, Karen, the children may not leave until I'm done. So I don't know. I don't know what God's going to do here, but uh, God's going to do something. Okay? Is that okay? Yeah, did you know that I have a wife? I'm just telling you, I have a wife. You know what a wife is? What is a wife? Ay, ay, ay. A mom. <laughs> All right, I'm not married to your mom, but that's okay. All right. So here's what I did. You know, on Valentine's Day, I did this before I preached last week. Here's what I did. I sang this little song, okay? Watch it. It goes like this. There were bells on a hill, but I never heard them ringing. No, I never heard them at all till there was you. So I did it to music. I did the whole song, and after I got done, of course, you know, my wife was a... Not, not crying or anything. He said she was just ashamed. <laughs> and then I went behind the pulpit and I grabbed some roses, you know, a dozen roses, and gave it to her and, and kissed her. Happy Valentine. How many say amen to that? Amen. <sighs> because we have, to have, we have to be in love with our families and our wives and all that. So I know, I know the, an older gentleman came afterwards and told me, he said, Pastor, he says, you know, you really did me in. Now I'm going to have to go home and sing a song, and the only song I can, I can sing is, Roll, roll, roll your boat. <laughs> and I said, man, what kind of, what kind of that? Man, that's, that's incredible. All right, uh, so, so I, I, you know, you're here because I want, I want to do something very special with you children. I think there's still some missing out there. Is there more children here? How many are young people here that are, I don't know, 18, 19, 17? Are any teenagers here? Uh, 14, 15, I got to have some more kids. Come on, come on, you come on up here. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, don't be afraid. Come on up here. Come on up here. Okay. All right. There we go. Now we got it. Come on, come on, guys. Come on, get over here. There you go. Now we got them all here. Let's give them a hand as they're all, they're all down here. All right, so all, all of you, you know, represent the children of God. You know, and uh, we have a lot of things that, you know, that happen and all that. So, so today what I want to do is I want to uh, have a popularity thing, okay? So uh, I want to see, you know, who is the most handsome guy here. So uh, everybody over there, who's the most handsome guy here? Is it this guy right here? Is it this guy right here? How about him? How about this guy? Okay, I think you won. Get over here. <laughs> All right, so because he won, I, I'm going to do something here. Let me see if I can. Uh, I, what, what is your name anyway? Tell, tell everybody what your name is, please. What's your, tell, tell everybody what's your name. What's that? Huh? Jacob. Jacob, you are a very, very handsome guy. Okay? You are. And so I've got I to kind of fix you a little bit better. Uh, because I want everybody to know here that this is you now, okay? There you go. 
right, go ahead, go ahead. Go. Throw a kiss to people. Just throw a kiss. There you go. And so, you know, what, what you see here is a very handsome face. Now he's an ugly guy. But uh, we want to know something here that's very important. You know, God doesn't look at the outward appearance. He looks at your heart, and he loves your heart. You're precious to him, okay? You can take your mask off now. You are very ugly. Okay, let me get that. All right, you can go back. You, you can go back in line. All right, so just want you to know that the Lord always looks at your heart, okay? That's very, very important. Now, here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have the most popular persons that you could possibly, possibly imagine uh, that are going to come here. You guys, you guys got to see, you know, you got to clap, okay, to see. So I am going to have somebody from the audience, and you guys got to clap to see uh, if this person, okay, is the most popular person here in Morrison. So, John... John, stand up, John. Come on, John. Stand up, stand up. All right, he's going to come, and he is going to be... Come on, John, put this up for me, will you? All right. Just like that. And ladies and gentlemen, go ahead, just start walking towards the kid. Let's clap. Come on, let's clap for former President Barack Obama. Look over there and just say hi to everybody. Just say hi. Just throw a kiss. Okay. All right. So Barack Obama is in the house. Wow. That's pretty popular. He, he was the president. Whether you were for him or not, the point is that he has hit Kingdom Life Community Church uh, on Sunday the, the 18th. All right. So you're here, and you're going to look this way. All right. Just the uh, audience there, and just keep throwing kisses, okay? okay. Uh, that's all right. Just stay right there. That's all right. That's all right. Just stay right there, uh, Barack. Please, just stay right there. All right. So let's clap for him. Come on, clap for him. All right. All right. So I got to find somebody else here, and I'm going to see what I can do here. Uh, let me see who I got. Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. I got to go this way a little bit, and uh, I'm going to find somebody that I... They kind of know me a little bit to see. But this is, the, this is the other person. Who? Who do you want me to get? Who? Who? Him? No, 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 no. No, 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 not him. I, I got to have somebody like him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in Kingdom Community Church today, yes. Come on, say hi, say hi. Oh, all right, throw your kisses there, throw your kisses there. <laughs> Former president, you know what your name is? No. You don't? Do you know, you know who this pre former president is? You know what his name is? Trump. What is his first name? Donald Trump. All right, all right, now let's see. You guys going to clap now to see who's more famous, all right? Barack Obama! Come on, clap. Donald Trump! Barack Obama! Donald Trump! All right. Well, you're, you're winning so far. You're going to have to throw more kisses there, sir. <laughs> All right. So we got, we got to go get somebody else here. So let me see who I'm going to get here now. Uh, who's winning so far? Who's winning? Donald Trump is winning, man. I'm, I got to tell you, I, I got to find somebody here that really is good. So 
I love this guy because he did so much singing for me. So, David, uh, yes, you. Come on up here, man. Come on up here. Ladies and gentlemen, David Reinhardt. Uh, come on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here comes the President of the United States and Kingdom Community Church is President Joe Biden. Come on, let's give him a hand. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like somebody punched you in the eyeball there, sir. <laughs> They should. They really should. Okay. All right. I didn't say anything. Erase it. Erase it from the video, please. I don't want, I don't want to get in trouble here. All right, guys. Come on now. You guys are going to do this thing now. Okay. Let's see. All right. Let's see who's going to win this popularity contest. All right. Barack Obama. Donald Trump. Joe Biden. <laughs> Boy, you made it very clear. All right, the video can, all right, be careful with the video. I, 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 I'm in trouble, but this, is to become, this has become a political arena here. All right, so you understand that everybody's looking for significance. They, they're looking to be somebody very, very special and all that, you know what I mean? And the, these three men, they, they got to be the president of the United States of America. Well, that is amazing. But so far, Donald Trump is the one that's winning, okay? But there's one more person that I've got to see if he can beat Donald Trump. So, say that again. Santa, is, this, is he one of the candidates? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> I am not going to <laughs> oh, man, out of the mind of kids, man. All right, where's Bob? Oh, Bob. Bob, come out up here, man. Okay, Bob, you're going to put this thing on. Put this on. Ladies and gentlemen in the house. Kingdom Community Church on Sunday, February 18th, Jesus Christ! Yeah! Come on, say hands. Come on, wave your hand. All right, you got to throw more kisses, okay? Well, you're going to have to do more, John. Uh, you're going to have to do a lot more now, Bob, okay? Throw more kisses. Come on, throw more kisses. I'll tell you what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to start shaking some hands. Come on, start shaking some hands there. Okay, shake some hands there. All right, that may work a little bit. Okay, now I'll get back over here. All right, kids, are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. You really ready? Yeah. All right, let's see what happens here, kids. Barack Obama! Donald Trump! Joe Biden! Jesus Christ! Joe Biden! Donald Trump! Barack Obama! Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner! Who is the winner? Donald Trump.
Somebody pick me up, please. Uh, oh, man. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Who is, who is the winner? Who is the winner? Jaden. Yeah! All right, you guys, thank you for being sports. You can take off your hats now. Let's give these men, you know, a whole round of applause. You can put it over, put it over there. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. So now, you, you do understand that Jesus Christ is going to do something very special to all of you and everybody here in this house. Jesus said in the Bible, in, in Matthew 20, 28, he said this, that he did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life for a ransom for many. So he's going to make you a servant. Everybody say, he's going to make me a servant. Come on, say it again. He's going to make you a servant. All right, so you're going to serve Jesus Christ. All right. Remember I told you that I think that the Lord is changing some things, so so stay right here for a minute, okay? Where, where's my bag? What did I do with my bag? Oh, here it is right here. Okay. So what the, what the Lord did with me is that, you know, the devil was trying to stop me, you know, the devil, okay, because I was playing professional baseball, okay? And the Lord was calling me to be a servant, to be a servant of the Lord, and so I had to uh, accept the calling of God to be a servant, okay, to help people. Uh, and the Lord taught me that I was supposed to love my neighbor as myself. So playing baseball was the way of life, you know, for me. And so I decided, you know what, I'm not going to get to the major leagues now, but I am going to be a preacher and tell everybody about Jesus. So I took the baseball theme song, okay, the baseball theme song. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cry. I don't care. I ever get back so it's true. Toot toot for the... <laughs> You didn't say cops, you didn't say Yankees. You got out of that, you got out of that one when you said home, okay? All right, so here's what I did. I decided to do it this way. Uh, and I decided, you know, I'm just gonna change because now I know I, uh, I have to, I am a baseball player, former baseball player. Guy's making me, a, uh, you know, an incredible preacher. So uh, I'm gonna turn this theme, baseball, it was my life, to this song, watch. Take. Me out to the mission. Take me out to the streets. Lead me to people who need the Lord. They will get hope from the Spirit source. So it's look, look, look for his coming. It will be in the clouds. So it's home. Home, home we will go. You, 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 you finish it. For eternity. Come on, let's give a hand to the Lord Jesus Christ. 
So I, I turned it all the way around, okay? So that's, I work for a mission for the homeless. And uh, so I take care of the homeless and the poor and the needy, and that's what I've been doing now, saints of God, 36 years doing it in Clinton, Iowa. 36 years. Wow. And uh, I know we have served, you know, thousands and thousands of people, food uh, for hunger program that we have. So now we're going to do an illustrated uh, program. Is that okay? We're going to get everybody involved. We're going to get everybody involved. Okay, I selected a few people. We're going to ask you to please stand up to your feet. Come on, just stand up, just for a moment. All right, you guys stand up, all of you. Stand up. Stand up. Everybody in the house, just stand up for a moment. Because God is about to give you a word right now. Uh, the Holy Spirit has been prompting me to give you this word, so I'm going to give it to you, but you've got to be standing, okay? Uh, everybody say, uh, the Lord loves me. Look at somebody and say, the Lord loves you. Huh. Look at that same person and say to that person, after all these years, go ahead, you're looking pretty good. <laughs> all right. So here's what I want you to do, guys. I want you to act like horses. What you do, what you do is going to be what the audience is going to do. All right? So you have to show them how to do this. You got to act like horses. So here's how you got to do it. Hold on. Watch this. All right. All right, now do a little quicker now. Ready? Very good. Hey, you guys are awesome. That's very, very good. All right. So now all of you over here, you're going to do the very same thing. So when the kids start, you do it. Let's see. All right. Ready? One, two, three. Go. Oh, come on. Do a little exercise. Here we go. There's the, all right, all right, all right, all right. Perfect, perfect. So now that you know how to do the horses, here's what the Lord is saying to this church today. Moses had to take the Israelites over the Red Sea. Every single one of you here, you have a Red Sea to cross in 2024. The Lion of Judah will roar in 24. Hallelujah. He's roaring right now in this church. Are you listening to me? This is the Hebrew year 5784. Everybody say 5784. And this morning, you already prophesied that the lady that was playing the keyboard, was her name Shina? Shina? So what I understand is that we all have a Red Sea, but God wants us to cross over, okay, and be part of the Israelites. So remember that the Israelites uh, were in captivity for 430 years, and uh, Moses was used, and... Uh, they got out of there after the ten plagues, and they were walking towards their destination, the promised land. Every single one of you have a promised land that you need to get to. Some of you think you have arrived. No, you haven't. Because the greatest times of all is now. Your best life is ahead of you, and it starts today. How many say amen? And so this morning, you're going to do what these children are. You know, you're going to sing a song. Uh, let's sing the song, uh, glory, glory, hallelujah, sing it, glory, glory, hallelujah, 
All right. <laughs> All right, now let's sing it with a little bit more vibrancy. Here we go. One, two, three. Glory. Come on, guys, sing it. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is my. All right, now we're going to sing that song, but you're going to march. Ready? <laughs> Don't march across the aisle, okay? Just right where you are. One, two, three. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Come on, guys, let's do it. Come on, come on, do this. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is. Did you realize what the Israelites were doing when they left uh, Egypt 430 years of that? They were singing a song. They were singing a song very juvenilely, very happy. They were so happy. And when they were down in that desert, all of a sudden they started hearing the horses were coming. God changed the mind of Pharaoh. Oh, you guys already got it. Very good. Slow, but soft, soft. Because they're still far away. Go ahead. Do it softly. Do it softly. And all the way from the back. Who's way back there? Raise your hand. <laughs> What's your name? Bruce. <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> Curtis is a complainer. Is it true? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> somebody's pointing fingers at you, man. And he complains that the horses are coming. The horses are coming. You know, the, the, the enemy is coming. And, and so you've got 2 million people approximately, and that's about 26 miles of, of people. How are you going to communicate without a microphone out in the desert? How are you going to do it? You have to do what? You have to tell the person in the back line, and the person in the back line tells it to the next person in front, and so on and so on and so on. So as Curtis is complaining in the back of the line, it comes all the way. So from the back, okay, hey, the Egyptians are coming. Go ahead and say that, Curtis. Hey, That's pretty good. <laughs> all right. All right, pass it. Come on, start passing it. Passing it. Come on, start passing it. Everybody pass, start passing it. The, the horses are getting closer now. Start coming. The Egyptians are coming. Come on now. Let's go, everybody. Come on, y'all. <sighs> glory, glory, hallelujah. They were complaining. So, because the horses were getting close, Curtis, say this, okay? Say this to the person in front of you. Why did you, Moses, bring us out here? Say that. We were better off being a slave in Egypt than to be out here. <laughs> All right, you're not tired of standing, are you? This is an illustrated sermon. And you have 26 miles of people. 
That's the only way they're going to be able to communicate the people from the back. And so he comes all the way over here, and Moses is here. You guys do the horses now. They're getting close. They're getting close. Do it. Do it. It's getting close. They're not singing anymore. And he gets it. Moses gets it. <sighs> say to me, hey, uh, the people say that you really don't know what you're doing. Now say that. Say, what? You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Well, what do you mean? Are they scared? What do you mean? Are they scared? <laughs> All right. That didn't go very well. <laughs> and so, so everybody wants to just get after Moses. You know what I mean? So where's the apple, man? I'm going to get that guy. I'm going to get Moses. What do you mean? And so Moses has two million people in disarray. They're scared. All right. Everybody, act scared. Do like this. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Moses, listen, saints, he goes to the Lord. And here's the first word for you. And God said, tell my people, fear not. Everybody say, fear not. Fear not, pass it. Fear not, pass it, pass it. Come on, fear not. Pass it all the way to the back. Come on, pass it all the way to the back. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. <clears throat> all right, Curtis, did you get it? Did you get it, Curtis? You got it. So now here's what you say to Moses or whoever's in front of you. You say, Moses is crazy. I'm the first one that's going to die. I'm in the back of the line. Come on, tell him that. Tell him that. Where's the tomato? <laughs> Come on, pass it all the way down. It comes all the way down here, and the horses are getting closer. Come on. The, the horses are getting closer and closer and closer and closer and closer and closer. No more singing. And he gets it all the way down here. And the person says to Moses, hey, those people in the back, I got are the first one to die. Tell them, tell them that. Uh, I the people, the, those people in the back. Those people in the back. Are the first one to die. They're the first ones to die. And so now Moses has everybody completely, completely out of control. He goes back to the Lord and hears the word of the Lord. He says, stand still. Stand still. Pass it back. All the way back. Stand still. Second word of the Lord. It goes all the way back. All the way back. Curtis, you get it. And the first thing you say, stand still. How can you stand still when everybody's coming after me? <laughs> all right, guys, let's go. Let's see the horses. Horses, horses. The saints of God. Saints of God. Uh, you can stop now. Here's what the, here's what the Lord. It came in all the way back the third time. And the Lord said to Moses, tell my people. Okay, he's already told them, fear not, stand still. He tells Moses, tell my people to go forward. Everybody say go forward. Come on, say it nice and loud. Go forward! Go forward! Go forward! Go forward! 
How many got the lesson? Three words. Fear not. Come on, say that with me. Fear not. Come on, say it with me. Fear not. Stand still. And go forward. Now, they didn't believe that. You know? What? They want to kill Moses now. They're ready to kill him. Because the song that they should be singing now is this one. He did not bring us out this far to take us back again. Who knows it? He brought us out to bring us into the promised land. He did not bring us out this far to take us back again. He brought us out to bring us into the promised land. Though there be giants in the land, I will not be afraid. He brought us out to bring us into the promised land. Though there be giants in the land, I will not be afraid. He brought us out to bring us into the promise. Did the Lord keep his word? So the word for, for you and the body of Christ, it is God's moment now to spread and activate a remnant all over the world right now to prepare people for his coming. You understand the privilege that I have, you know, to minister to children across 13 different nations right now. Uh, and, and to understand that uh, as I deal with the homeless men, women, and children, you understand how precious that is to God. How many understand what I'm saying? You know, that my people, you know, 100% of all my employees and staff that are at the Victory Center right now, this is Victory Center Sunday, right? You know, they have been born again by the power of the, of the living God. They're no longer drug addicts and, and inmates. No, they're working to do the gospel, gospel of Jesus Christ. And last week, Valentine's, you know, on Wednesday, I baptized three of them. How many know that's pretty cool, man? But one guy was so big. He was as big as you. I was afraid I was going to go down with him. And, and I told people, no, no, I'm still strong. You know, despite my age, I can still do this thing. And so when I said, Michael Brooks, that was his name, as a minister of the gospel, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And when I went like this, there I went too. That's exactly what the whole audience did. They just laughed their heads off. They laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. But he got baptized through immersion, not sprinkle, through immersion. Come on, can you say amen, somebody? It is time for us to do the work of, Lord, of the Lord no matter what happens. Okay, you guys can now leave. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Come on, sing it. Glory, you can live. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. His truth is. One more time.
All right, you may be seated. Everybody just be seated just for a moment. And uh, where's China? Uh, China, I want you to get the piano uh, because I'm going to have just a, sort of a, a, a quick call. You know, one of the things in 36 years, if we were to say to me, uh, you know, Pastor Ray, did you have uh, any hard times and all that? And I would say, yes. You know, um, the finances, the economic situation have been really hard sometimes. But when I look at 36 years and I look what has happened, $25 million have come in through our doors in gifting kinds. I, I'm not talking about uh, cash and checks. $25 million have come in. How many say amen to that? Through the Victory Center in a small market area in cash. And you're part of that because out of all the churches that give to us and businesses and all that, you're one of the first. And you continue to be faithful to the Victory Center. And that's why God is blessing this church right now. I mean, you've been with me for over 30 years. And I, I just want to say thank you so very much. But over $20 million have come in in 36 years. Let me say amen to that in the Victory Center Ministries. You understand that this is a God thing. How many, how many see that? So God has a way. Uh, and so I have with me, uh, and I have it out there, I know that you guys, some of you, have had my book that I wrote, and uh, it's called A Lot to Serve. This is a new book. It's been revised. I, I need about, about 10 people that will take this book, read it, really read it, and, uh, and then <laughs> put a little critique in Amazon. It, this is fresh off the uh, Amazon thing. And, and, then, and then I have the scriptures, just the scriptures, okay? It's just $10 a piece. All the proceeds, all of it, goes to support the Victory Center. And so I put some of them in the vestibule out in the back if you want to uh, support the Victory Center. This is a good way to do it. Maybe you could order some, a, a lot of these books and give them out. I love this because, you know, just the other day I taught this uh, class, my, my class, the homeless class. And uh, we just read the scriptures out of here. 708 very divine scriptures that the Lord inspired me. And I declare these scriptures back to myself back to myself and they declare those scriptures back to themselves and it truly does a tremendous damage to the kingdom of darkness as we declare scriptures amen that's why I did this and then this is my life you know from baseball uh, to Clinton Iowa and my baseball uh, career uh, it started in New York I was the first round draft pick uh, in New York City and uh, I was traveling around uh, the United States of America thinking I was some hot stuff. I wanted to be popular. I wanted to be known. Uh, so I, I followed a guy. I wanted to image one guy, you know, because I felt that he imitated, uh, I'm, uh, you know, kind of me, but I, it's really I imitated him. So I dressed like him. I did my pern. Okay, you know, this is a Brillo pad over here. Okay. Uh, you, you understand, I, I had to, I, I dressed like him, and, and, and so I want you to see this. Do you see that? How many, how many see that? How many see it? I dress like this guy. You know, I'm running around all over the nation, and uh, I want to be just like him. I want to sing like him. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Anyway, uh, I, I had bell-bottom pants with stars. I, I had uh, a belt that uh, was uh, silver. Uh, I had the perm, just like that, just like that. And I came into Clinton in 1973, just like that. Looking like Elvis Presley, you know, thinking I was some hot stuff from New York City. You know, I'm on my way to the major leagues. You know, that's really what I wanted out of my life. I wanted the money and the fame. Uh, when I came in here, I met a woman. 
who became my wife later on, my first wife. And uh, she had a, a dad that said that you have to go to church if, if I was to continue to go out with her. And, and so I said, I don't mind going to church. You know, that's okay. I mean, no, that was the fishing line. So you got to understand, I'm on my way to the major leagues. I stopped in Clinton, Iowa, okay? The manager here, his name is Jim Leland. How many baseball players know Jim Leland? He's about to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Before there was the Barry Bonds, there was the Ray Jimenez. How's that sound? Pretty cool, huh? I was, uh, I was his cleanup batter, and uh, I played with him for four years, and I'm going to be there in the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, uh, Dave. That's right, in July. He's invited me to go down there because I was one of his players. Uh, but I, you know, I decided to go to church, and when I went to church, I sat in the back, and the preacher preached a sermon. I completed my duties. I just want you to know that when I came into my first church service in Clinton, Iowa, I looked like this. Are you listening? Remember, I'm a hot baseball player. <laughs> you, you know, I, you know, Elvis Presley, thinking that I, I was something. And once the service got to the end, uh, I finally realized I had done my duty to continue to go out with this woman, you know? And so here's what the uh, pastor did. He bowed and said, okay, this is the uh, invocation. I mean, uh, uh, you know, not the invocation, the benediction. The benediction. And he bowed his head, and when he prayed a prayer, immediately he lifted up his head like this. I said, wait a minute, God wants to do something special here. So it wasn't over. I I said, okay, what's going on here? And I noticed what the pastor said. He said, he says, I know that there's somebody here that the Lord wants to heal. There's a supernatural miracle in the house here. Just a little assembly of God church in Clinton, Iowa. And so I said, okay, I got to stay here for a little longer. I thought I had completed the task. And sure enough, as, as the pastor said, there's someone here the Lord wants to heal. They wheel from the back an old lady. I want you to understand who this lady was. She was a lady that I knew without a doubt was 11 years in the wheelchair. She was paralyzed. She couldn't walk. How do I know that? I was his favorite player in Clinton, Iowa. I signed many numerous papers in baseball. I already knew all of this. I knew her life story. She sat right behind the dugout. Uh, in, the, in the home field, so I knew exactly who she was. And, and I'm going like this to my girlfriend, what in the world is going on here? And that pastor looked at that woman at the altar and grabbed her hand. And said, oh, this is all he said. That's all I could hear in the back. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Just like that. My brothers and sisters, without any exaggeration, I, I noticed that that woman did not want to be embarrassed. I could just tell. He said, uh, Pastor, don't embarrass me. You know I haven't walked in 11 years. You know, this cannot happen here. There's no way. And he didn't even bat an eye. He said it a second time. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. When he said it a second time, he grabbed her by the hand and lifted her up out of that wheelchair, just like that, and turned around like this, and she stood up too. And then she just started to walk with him, little tiny walks. The organ was playing. There was an organ on one side and a keyboard on the other side of the church, just a little church. And they started walking. I, didn't, I couldn't believe my eyes. 
I've never been to church before. I've never seen miracles before. I'm a New York boy. I, I grew up in the slums, you know, with the drug addicts and the alcoholics, even though I never did any of that because God kept me away from that because of the love of the game. I never touched alcohol, never touched cigarette smoking, never did drugs, never was in the game. I was always on the baseball field. That's how you become a number one round, first round baseball player, okay? You just all you do is play. So anyway, so they went all the way down to here, and they walked by themselves. When, when she, he turned around like this, she starts walking by herself, just like this. I couldn't believe my eyes. So I'm going like this to my girlfriend. What in the world? How could she walk? She told me, 11 years, she's been in that wheelchair. You explained it to me. I, I cannot explain it. And then... She got to here, and she starts walking to, towards her favorite baseball player. Are you listening? Listen. Remember. This is the way I looked. <laughs> okay? I, I, you know, I'm this hot stuff. I even had sunglasses on. Think about that for a moment. I never cried in my life. Never cried in my life. I didn't have to cry. I had everything I could possibly have. When she got to the back of the, of the sanctuary, my brothers and sisters, I want you to understand what happened. You know, my glasses, I was crying for the first time in my life. I couldn't believe what I saw. And so I, I put my glasses back on, and uh, anyway, the rest is history, and she was healed, and then he took the wheelchair and threw it away, and and all that, and I'm, I'm saying to myself, what's happened here? I don't, somebody's got to explain it to me. I'm a baseball player. So I waited till I signed autographs in the entire place. I had to sign autographs. By the way, at 2 o'clock this afternoon, I'm still signing autographs this afternoon at the Historical Museum. You're all invited. This is baseball day. They, somehow they call me, and I'm supposed to set up a table over in Clinton. So after I've signed all these autographs, um, I came to talk to the pastor. I said, Pastor, what happened here? I need to know what happened here. It's a son. You probably think that it was me, but it wasn't me. God used me. It was Jesus. Jesus? Who is this Jesus? Well, if you were listening, instead of kissing your girlfriend on the neck like you were and writing letters, okay, you would have known what I was talking about. Now, how could preachers can see from up here? Can they see everything? Oh, yeah, you can see everything. <laughs> You understand? Preachers go like this. Okay, you know who's listening and who's not listening? Who's sleeping and who's not sleeping? <laughs> Man, I, he's, he was absolutely right. And uh, so once he said that, he said, the next time you come into town, listen to the sermon. That's all I'm going to say. And listen to Jesus as I preach about him. The next time, which was two Sundays later, I was sitting in the front, and I was not nowhere near looking like that. I had a suit on and a tie. To make a long story short, I was sitting in the front, and he gave a call for salvation. And I, I came running in here to the altar. Are you listening? This was 1973, June of 9. I will never forget it, June 1973. And I looked to my left. Remember, I have all this pride. I'm this hot baseball player, Elvis Presley lookalike, right? <laughs> I didn't see anybody to my left. I looked to the right. I didn't see anybody to the right. I said, Wow. I'm the only one here. And the two wonderful deacons that were there, they led me to the sinner's prayer, and the rest is history. Who would have known that I would quit baseball, go study and graduate, 
and the Lord will call me back to Clinton where I was saved. Think about it. And the many miracles that I have seen ever, ever since then, you know, in my own ministry and the 23 different nations that I've been, everywhere I go, there's a healing line and incredible stuff happens, you know. I'm the father of so many hundreds of people. I am the spiritual father of so many, so many nations. I know you only think of, you know, the, the, the homeless in Clinton. That, that's the only one of a fourfold ministry that God has given me, which one is the homeless and the poor. That's number one. Number two is the missions, you know, uh, overseas. You know, number three is, for, is to the Hispanic. And number four is the, is the local church. And that's why the witness, Dave, you know, we're doing the witness again. Maybe we'll do it here. I don't know. We're going to, you know, the ministry to the local church. That's the fourfold ministry that the Lord has given me. And I thank you so very much for your support of the Victory Center because that's the foundation of everything. So this morning as I end, you know, uh, you were singing away in the spirit and you took me to the throne. Okay? You know, being in awe of Jesus and, and the word of the Lord came to me and uh, he said that, you know, God wants us to have increase. Everybody say increase. This is the year of increase in your life. Everybody say increase. And when you look at Genesis chapter number two, this word Pishon is the river Pishon means increase. But you have to go through the land of Havilah, and Havilah is a Hebrew word that basically means travail, suffering, sacrifice, prayer. You know, Karen was talking about the, uh, the ministry of prayer and intercession that's coming, you know, to the church in March. That is incredible. When you travail and, and just sacrifice in prayer, what happens is you'll have increase. Amen? So you go through Havilah, and then you go into the river, Pishon, which means increase. Let me say amen to that. And then the second river is the one that you were talking about so very nicely, <laughs> being in awe of God. The word Cush is the land that Genesis describes, C-U-S-A, Cush means being in awe of God. Well, what river does, does that put you in? Because you have to go through the land in order for you to get into the river. Is that right? So... It's the river Gihon, and the Hebrew word Gihon means this. Watch this. It means breakthrough. I need a breakthrough. I mean, I need a breakthrough. You know, we all need breakthrough. This is the year for the breakthroughs. You know, God wants his, his body prosperous this year more than ever before. And everything starts with him. You know, those rivers that were divided into four different Bodies of water starts with the river Eden. Eden, as you know, means delight, means joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength, right? Once you have the joy, then those rivers come very naturally to you. And you begin to have increase in your life because the, the spirit of prayer is upon you. You start moving in that direction. Can you imagine homeless men that I had that were inmates? Today, today, they led a charge of intercessors before the service for Steve Harmon, your pastor. Today. Think about it. <laughs> Former inmates. Why? Because when they came to the altar some months ago, I noticed the gift of intercession that God had given to them, but I had to activate it. And that's what generals and spiritual fathers do. They activate. Some of you have been around too, you know, not, I, I better not say too long. 
You've been around. You've been around for a while. It's time for you to be the eagle and activate those little eagles that are in the nest, trying to hatch. And as they hatch, who's going to activate them? It has to be you. You. If your age right now is, well, you have matured. Don't say, well, I don't have anything else to do. No, no, no. God wants you to prophesy. God wants you to activate people. The time has come right now. Sometimes you've got to go like this. Kick somebody out the door so they will do the work of, of God. Amen? And lastly, so I had this guy that he had been twice. I've been, I kicked him out twice. And he comes to me a third time, and he's walking like this. And I said, you know, the Lord's going to heal you right now. I don't know what's going on with you. He said, no, I have a back problem. I can't even move my arm. How long has this been going on? Oh, it's been going on for years. In front of the rest of the homeless people, I said, God's going to heal you right now. This moment. And so I said, what? He says, you heard me? And so I sat him down. Sat down. And he said, pick up your legs. So I picked up the legs like this. And I noticed that one leg was about this much bigger than another. I mean, you know. So I said, okay. So that's why you have the back problem. That's why you have the injury in, in your arm. You can hardly move it and all that. So what the Lord has to do is have to get this right leg to uh, uh, catch up to the uh, left leg and put it even like that. And uh, in five seconds, I said, I want you to look with your eyes open as to what God's miracle is going to do right now. I said, do not close your eyes when I pray, because I'm going to pray with my eyes open. I want you to see that the Lord is going to move your leg. This is not a trick, I told him, because you know how they think that, you know. And the leg, watch what the leg does. <laughs> the one that was shorter went like this, watch. And he passed the other one. I said, oh boy, I'm in trouble. <laughs> you understand? I mean, I'm supposed to be used by guys of God. What do I do now? <laughs> I said, okay, I got to keep praying. He said, wait a minute, did you see what happened? He said, yeah, the other, that leg grew further now and then the other one. And he said, well, then the guy's going to have to get this one to, you know, to catch up to the other one. So I did that. Guess what happened? And he saw it with his eyes open. I had, I had other, other people watching it, and they saw the leg go at the same, same size. How many know that's a supernatural healing in his back? So I said, I said to him, listen, I want you to, you know, bow your head, uh, put your hands on your toes without, you know, if it hurts, stop, didn't hurt. He says, what about your shoulder? He says, I don't know if I can walk, but I'm going to try. He starts walking and he feels no pain, no pain. He starts screaming. He feels no pain. He goes all the way to the back of this little chapel, just screaming. This was like two months ago. Do you think it came back? Huh? Absolutely not. When God does the healing, it will never come back. Amen? I mean, this guy, so I'm giving, you understand, he's going to be one of the disciples at the Lord's Supper scene, you know, for the witness musical presentation. Isn't, isn't that good? And his name is Ken, his last name is Williams, and, uh, you know, what a miracle. And they need to see those miracles, you understand? Uh, because of where they've been. Everybody stand up. Let's, let's pray. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much. I sense that some of you want to be out here, and I need to pray for you before you leave. And uh, Is there a song that you could sing? Uh, it's something beautiful. And I'm going to open up the altar. You know, if you have to leave, please leave. But if you, if you can be here, and I can lay hands on you, because I believe that God wants to do something very special. You know, God gave us three words already. Fear not, stand still, go forward. Everybody say, fear not, stand still, go forward.
Look at somebody and tell them that. Fear not. Stand still and go forward. <laughs> Hallelujah. Some of you are ready to give up. Don't give up, man. 36 years. Okay, just remember, 36 years. I was born in Cuba. I fled that communistic uh, government. And uh, I know, you know, with my baseball career, one of the things I would never do, I would never quit. Because winners never quit. Right? Quitters never win. <laughs> so you can't quit. You can't quit this church. You can't quit your family. You can't quit the job of the Lord is saying, stay there. Prophetic word right now, God wants to prosper you. The greatest move of the Holy Spirit is 2024. The lion of Judah will roar in 24. Woo! Glory! Hallelujah! The lion will roar in 24. Hallelujah! Glory, glory, hallelujah. Come on, sing a song, China. The altar is open, coming up, and I want to just share some thoughts with you, and I'm just going to pray. The revelation. Listen, 5784 is the Hebrew year this year. 5784. You know, five, you already know what that means. It's grace. Seven means completeness. Eight means beginning, new beginning. But the four is what I love. Four means revelation, prophecy. Amen. This is the time that the Lord wants to tell you which way to go because this is the moment right now. Thanks for joining with us today. And if that message touched your heart in some way, please let us know by emailing us at info.kingdomlife@aol.com. You can also find us and reach out to us on Facebook. And we hope that you will join us again for another podcast from Kingdom Life Community Church.